The Law School of America International Aspects The United States imposes tax on all citizens of the United States, including those who are residents of other countries, all individuals who are residents for tax purposes, and domestic corporations, defined as corporations created or organized in the United States or under federal or state law. Federal income tax is imposed on citizens, residents, and domestic corporations based on their worldwide income. To mitigate double taxation, a credit is allowed for foreign income taxes. This foreign tax credit is limited to that part of current year tax attributable to foreign source income. Determining such a part involves determining the source of income and allocating and apportioning deductions to that income. Many, but not all, tax resident individuals and corporations on their worldwide income, but few allow a credit for foreign taxes. In addition, federal income tax may be imposed on non-resident non-citizens as well as foreign corporations on U.S. source income. Federal tax applies to interest, dividends, royalties, and certain other income of non-resident aliens and foreign corporations not effectively connected with a U.S. trade or business at a flat rate of 30%. This rate is often reduced under tax treaties. Foreign persons are taxed on income effectively connected with a U.S. business and gains on U.S. realty similarly to U.S. persons. Non-resident aliens who are present in the United States for a period of 183 days in a given year are subject to U.S. capital gains tax on certain net capital gains realized during that year from sources within the United States. The states tax non-resident individuals only on income earned within the state, wages, etc., and tax individuals and corporations on business income apportioned to the state. The United States has income tax treaties with over 65 countries. These treaties reduce the chance of double taxation by allowing each country to fully tax its citizens and residents, and reducing the amount the other country can tax them. Generally the treaties provide for reduced rates of tax on investment income and limits as to which business income can be taxed. The treaties each define which taxpayers can benefit from the treaty. U.S. treaties do not apply to income taxes imposed by the states or political subdivisions, except for the non-discrimination provisions that appear in almost every treaty. Also, U.S. treaties generally do not permit U.S. persons from invoking treaty provisions with respect to U.S. taxes, with certain relatively standard exceptions. Tax Collection and Examinations Tax Returns Individuals, with income above a minimum level, corporations, partnerships, estates, and trusts must file annual reports, called tax returns, with federal and appropriate state tax authorities. These returns vary greatly in complexity level depending on the type of filer and complexity of their affairs. On the return, the taxpayer reports income and deductions, calculates the amount of tax owed, reports payments and credits, and calculates the balance due. Federal individual, Estate and trust income tax returns are due by April 15 for most taxpayers. Corporate and partnership federal returns are due two and one-half months following the corporation's year-end. Tax-exempt entity returns are due four and one-half months following the entity's year-end. All federal returns may be extended, with most extensions available upon merely filing a single-page form. Due dates and extension provisions for state and local income tax returns vary. Income tax returns generally consist of the basic form with attached forms and schedules. Several forms are available for individuals and corporations, depending on complexity and nature of the taxpayer's affairs. Many individuals are able to use the one-page form 1040 Easy, which requires no attachments except wage statements from employers, forms W-2. 
Individuals claiming IMI's deductions must complete Schedule A. Similar schedules apply for interest, B. Dividends, B. Business income, C. Capital gains, D. Farm income, F. And self-employment tax, SE. All taxpayers must file those forms for credits, depreciation, AMT, and other items that apply to them. Electronic filing of tax returns may be done for taxpayers by registered tax preparers. If a taxpayer discovers an error on a return or determines that tax for a year should be different, the taxpayer should file an amended return. These returns constitute claims for refund if taxes are determined to have been overpaid. The IRS, state and local tax authorities may examine a tax return and propose changes. Changes to tax returns may be made with minimal advance involvement by taxpayers, such as changes to wage or dividend income to correct errors. Other examination of returns may require extensive taxpayer involvement, such as an audit by the IRS. These audits often require that taxpayers provide the IRS or other tax authority access to records of income and deductions. Audits of businesses are usually conducted by IRS personnel at the business location. Changes to returns are subject to appeal by the taxpayer, including going to court. IRS changes are often first issued as proposed adjustments. The taxpayer may agree to the proposal, or may advise the IRS why it disagrees. Proposed adjustments are often resolved by the IRS and taxpayer agreeing to what the adjustment should be. For those adjustments to which agreement is not reached, the IRS issues a 30-day letter advising of the adjustment. The taxpayer may appeal this preliminary assessment within 30 days within the IRS. The Appeals Division reviews the IRS field team determination and taxpayer arguments, and often proposes a solution that the IRS team and the taxpayer find acceptable. Where agreement is still not reached, the IRS issues an assessment as a notice of deficiency or 90-day letter. The taxpayer then has three choices, file suit in United States tax court without paying the tax, pay the tax and sue for refund in regular court, or pay the tax and be done. Recourse to court can be costly and time-consuming, but is often successful. IRS computers routinely make adjustments to correct mechanical errors and returns. In addition, the IRS conducts an extensive document-matching computer program that compares taxpayer amounts of wages, interest, dividends, and other items to amounts reported by taxpayers. These programs automatically issue 30-day letters advising of proposed changes. Only a very small percentage of tax returns are actually examined. These are selected by a combination of computer analysis of return information and random sampling. The IRS has long maintained a program to identify patterns on returns most likely to require adjustment. Procedures for examination by state and local authorities vary by jurisdiction. Tax Collection Taxpayers are required to pay all taxes owed based on the self-assessed tax returns, as adjusted. The IRS collection process allows taxpayers to in certain circumstances, and provides time payment plans that include interest and a penalty that is merely added interest. Where taxpayers do not pay tax owed, the IRS has strong means to enforce collection. These include the ability to levy bank accounts and seize property. Generally, significant advance notice is given before levy or seizure. However, in certain rarely used jeopardy assessments the IRS may immediately seize money and property. The IRS collection divisions are responsible for most collection activities. Withholding of tax. Persons paying wages or making certain payments to foreign persons are required to withhold income tax from such payments. 
Income tax withholding on wages is based on declarations by employees and tables provided by the IRS. Persons paying interest, dividends, royalties, and certain other amounts to foreign persons must also withhold income tax at a flat rate of 30%. This rate may be reduced by a tax treaty. These withholding requirements also apply to non-U.S. financial institutions. Additional backup withholding provisions apply to some payments of interest or dividends to U.S. persons. The amount of income tax withheld is treated as a payment of tax by the person receiving the payment on which tax was withheld. Employers and employees must also pay Social Security tax, the employee portion of which is also to be withheld from wages. Withholding of income and Social Security taxes are often referred to as payroll tax. Statute of Limitations The IRS is precluded from assessing additional tax after a certain period of time. In the case of federal income tax, this period is generally three years from the later of the due date of the original tax return or the date the original return was filed. The IRS has an additional three more years to make changes if the taxpayer has substantially understated gross income. The period under which the IRS may make changes is unlimited in the case of fraud, or in the case of failure to file a return. Penalties Taxpayers who fail to file returns, file late, or file returns that are wrong, may be subject to penalties. These penalties vary based on the type of failure. Some penalties are computed like interest, some are fixed amounts, and some are based on other measures. Penalties for filing or paying late are generally based on the amount of tax that should have been paid and the degree of lateness. Penalties for failures related to certain forms are fixed amounts, and vary by form from very small to huge. Intentional failures, including tax fraud, may result in criminal penalties. These penalties may include jail time or forfeiture of property. Criminal penalties are assessed in coordination with the United States Department of Justice. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America